Welcome to the Balanced Approach podcast. I'm Amy and together we'll be talking through tips, topics and strategies around nutrition, exercise and our overall well-being so we can all have a healthier, more balanced approach to our lifestyles. Hello, so I hope you're all well and a special happy Thanksgiving to my American listeners. Um, By the time this episode goes out, you would have just had Thanksgiving, but I hope you all had a lovely time with your family. Um, And around the world, there's this huge build up to Christmas now. So everywhere I turn in Hampshire, where I've just moved to in England, um, there are luxury hot chocolates, there's the Christmas markets, there's so many different foods which just smell amazing but um yeah I am very much embracing this build up to the festive period um but I also know that that can cause an awful lot of worry for a lot of women who are really still striving to improve their health and fitness you know you've got weight loss goals you've got nutritional goals and you've probably been working really hard for the last few weeks or months and the last thing you want is for your progress to just go out the window Um, you might be a bit like how I used to be a few years ago where you just feel like you can't have um, like chocolates in the house or any sort of um, of the fun festive foods because you probably feel like you're just going to overeat on them um, and you just can't stop yourself or you also don't want to miss out though and it's really hard to explain to friends explain to family explain explain to colleagues why you're not having like mince pies and mulled wine at the Christmas party because you have these goals so you want to find like a bit more of a middle ground um not feel like you're spiraling into emotional overeating um but we're gonna find out a little bit more about what that is in this episode and how you can overcome it for this festive period so it probably helps if we start off by exploring what actually is emotional eating and we really need to be clear here about the difference between binge eating and emotional eating and, you know, I know that a lot of like my clients and people that I follow online, especially will use terminology around binge eating. But there's a difference between um, an e- eating disorder and then disordered eating. So when we talk about emotional eating, like in this episode, it's very much not an eating disorder. And when I refer to binge eating as well, it's it's not an eating disorder, what I'm referring to. If you are experiencing Um, more of an eating disorder and you've been diagnosed with one then it's really important that you do seek the right professional guidance for that Um, I also know of a charity in the UK called Beat so I will drop a link in the chat which might be really helpful if someone is looking for support but for a lot of clients and people that I speak to online they tend to use a lot of terminology like emotional eating emotional overeating or comfort eating things like that um, where it feels like they almost can't stop and they have um quite a a big urge i guess to overeat on usually junk and processed foods so an emotional eater may feel a bit out of control i know from my own experience i have likened this to a shark that smells blood if you've ever watched like finding nemo um where the shark smells a bit of blood and then his eyes just dilate and his pupil like his pupils dilate and that is it he's like completely zoned out of everything else that's going around him he's just so focused on finding the source of where that blood came from um and I know I'm joking now but that is kind of how I have experienced emotional eating I am just you know gunning for whatever it is that I feel this huge urge to suddenly eat and I won't care about my goals in that moment I won't care if I have been so good all week 
Um, I am just hell-bent on getting that massive family bag size of crisps or a massive bar of chocolate or ice cream, whatever it is. Usually it is those junk foods and I just want to eat and eat and eat. And this can also happen even if I've had a huge dinner and I feel stuffed and I will eat until I actually feel sick sometimes. And usually when this happens, yes, it temporarily numbs out whatever is driving that emotion to then cause the overeating. But it also immediately comes with a feeling of guilt and shame straight afterwards. So with emotional eating, it's usually driven by a range of different things and it will be individual to the person, but usually it can be things from like stress or boredom, loneliness, and sometimes even used as a reward mechanism. If you've been really good all week, you might grab a takeaway and a bottle of wine on a Friday night, or you might go out and have coffee and a couple of pastries on a Saturday. So like I was saying, I have been very much affected personally by emotional eating in the past and While it can sometimes rear its head, I have so much better ways of dealing with it um, now that I've like been through it so many years ago and I have better coping strategies and ways to set myself up so I don't fall into this pit of emotional overeating. And I really wanted to share some of these with you in this episode because I thought it'd be really helpful. I know this time of year it can be really stressful for so many people, especially when we're surrounded by all of these delicious Christmassy festive foods, um, it's going to be really difficult for a lot of people to have them in the house without overeating on them. So yeah, let's get stuck in. So the first point really about overcoming emotional eating during the festive season is to really think ahead and plan how you want to cope in these situations. So you know your body better than anyone else. How do you feel when you get really strong urges to overeat? what triggers you to emotionally overeat? So it could be that you're feeling super stressed about things that you've got coming up, like deadlines to tie up at work before um, you break up for Christmas, or you might be really stressed around um, Christmas and New Year in general about everything you need to organise with your family. Anything that makes you feel really overwhelmed, really stressed, really anxious, any of those tend to be really strong emotional drivers for overeating. So think about how you tend to cope when you're really feeling like that and how you want to shift from the way that you're coping right now into how you want to in the future. So if you're following me on Instagram, you'll know that I have launched my own Friday Fakeaway recipe book, which is completely free, by the way. All you need to do is tap on the link in my bio and you can go straight to a page to download your own copy. But one of the main reasons why I really wanted to create something like the Friday Fakeaways recipe book is because I know so many women fall off track come sort of Thursday, Friday evening, and then it completely writes off the rest of their weekend. And then they're getting really frustrated and down and upset by the Sunday and then kicking themselves until they can have a perfect week on the Monday onwards. And then it just keeps repeating the same cycle. So with the Friday Fakeaway recipe book, the recipes are so much better than a takeaway. I know that makes me sound incredibly arrogant, but they really are. They are all tried and tested multiple times because, you know, good excuse to eat them. But they are fantastic for a substitute for a takeaway. I know a lot of people listening right now are probably going to think, well, nothing beats a good chippy tea or a Chinese from, you know, around the corner or whatever. But hear me out. You need to try these recipes. They are super quick to make, a lot quicker than it would take for someone to come and deliver one for you. And let's face it, how many times do we all scroll through and just take forever to order what we know we're already going to order anyway? Um, 
And they're so cheap to make as well, literally pence to make a couple of dishes. So it's brilliant as well if you are on your own or if you have a partner or if you have a big family because they're all done for one serving size, but you can literally so easily double them up. Um, So even if you are on your own, you can double up and have lunch for the next day. So little tip there, but honestly, get your recipe book because it is definitely worth um, using and using it as a tool around emotional eating during the holiday season because it means that you can still have foods that you absolutely love and you can stay on track and you don't get the guilt and shame afterwards. Now, while we're on nutrition, it's really important as well that if you are on um, like a weight loss plan or you are exercising, it's really important that you make sure you get enough protein. A lot of people kind of fall short with their protein. And obviously the amounts, I can't really give them out because that would be something that's you know unique to the individual. Um, but generally making sure that you have a really good quality protein at every single meal will really help you out as well as some like protein snacks. Things like eggs, full fat Greek yogurt, beans and lentils and like nuts and seeds. And you can also have things like tofu or soya milk as well. So protein will really help keep you feeling really full, really satiated and satisfied. And it means that you're less likely to feel quite hungry. So with emotional overeating, it's usually, like I said, driven by an emotion. However, it's very different to physical hunger. So physical hunger is something that will develop slowly over the course of the day. You might wake up feeling really hungry. I know personally I need to eat breakfast like within the hour, otherwise I feel a bit sick. Um, But you know when you feel hungry. It's in the pit of your stomach. Your tummy probably rumbles and you just get this, you know, sense that you really need to eat something. But it, like I said, it comes on slowly over time. It's also your body's way of telling you like, you know, we've used the food, we need more energy and you really need to fill us up because we're hungry. So the difference with emotional hunger is that it usually comes on really suddenly, really quickly. You might just be sitting there watching a film and then you're like, oh my God, I really need that tub of ice cream right now. Like you will be triggered by something. It might be a recognition, whether consciously or subconsciously, that you are maybe feeling a bit um, down, a bit bored, a bit lonely. Um, something you have, you know, has triggered you to have this strong urge to kind of soothe that emotion that has really been um, quite triggering for you. And for years, I kind of referred to this as comfort eating. And I've heard a lot of women use this as well. And I think that is so true when it comes to like emotional eating is that you are eating, you're replacing something um, to temporarily numb that emotion out of the way kind of thing. But it's always short term and it usually makes you feel quite guilty afterwards and doesn't always feel good. So my second point really around overcoming emotional eating is really to help yourself to help yourself. I really value having the ability to buy the snacks that I really want to eat, that I really love and enjoy, but have them in pre-weighed, pre-packaged little bags, which will stop me eating an entire massive family size bag. So you've probably seen this with like popcorn, for example, you normally have options in like Tesco, Sainsbury's to basically buy a huge family size bag or you can buy the individual sort of five six multi-pack of popcorn all weighed out into like little portions Um, and usually the price isn't really that different if at all and it just really helps you out so I know it's easy to just buy the massive bag and go you know what I'll just weigh it out but it's 
a lot easier to just grab that bag and sit back on the sofa or for you to just keep going back and pouring on free pouring into a bowl rather than knowing exactly how much you're eating and this is really helpful as well if you are um, in a calorie deficit and you are trying to lose weight then this can be really valuable to just scan a bag um, and usually about 25 30 grams um, probably a bit sad that I know that but you know you usually it is just a little bag of popcorn and it's enough to satisfy that craving without then spiraling into a huge episode of overeating now if you don't have that option or you're really craving like a ben and jerry's or something and you just don't want to get the little um pots of ice cream then you can kind of separate this out so it might be um, a bit extreme with ice cream but you could portion out when you're not in the headspace that you want to um overeat you could uh, portion out into like some sort of Tupperwares or something to put in the freezer portion sizes that you feel in that moment when you don't have that urge that you are quite happy to have um you know you could include as part of your um Friday night or whenever it is that you know you've got coming up that is more than likely going to make you want to emotionally overeat now, on top of this, what I tend to do with my clients is make sure that they can factor in the foods that they love. Part of their weekly meals, um, their weekly snacks is having things that they love and enjoy so they don't feel like they're missing out. So they don't try and have really restrictive diets Monday to Thursday. And then as soon as Friday hits, they just can't hold out anymore that they then overeat on those foods. Having like pizza or ice cream or whatever on a Tuesday night is a lot more fun than waiting until the weekend. So having those foods as part of your nutritional plan is a really great way for you to stay on track and not miss out. And the whole point about um, sustainable weight loss is that it is sustainable, that it is something that you can continue for the rest of your life. And it's just not realistic to keep waiting until the weekend. So to stop restarting on a Monday, include it as part of your nutritional plan week on week, whether it's a Monday or a Sunday, it doesn't matter. Just keep including those foods and keep enjoying them and you'll be a lot less likely to emotionally overeat. Now, another really important point that I really wanted to focus on in this episode is that you need to manage the urge to emotionally eat. It's about identifying what it is that triggers you, what emotions, like I said before, like whether it's loneliness, boredom, um, even like reward mechanism, what is it that you know triggers you to emotionally overeat and then hate it absolutely hate it the next day so by keeping like an emotion diary or when it happens just jotting down a couple of things and it can be completely private for you and like a little notepad just jotting down how you felt before how you feel during and how you felt after and how you want to address the issue or the emotion uh, next time how you want to set yourself up to have sort of a plan of action that you can really help yourself um, next time that it happens now, a really effective way to do this is to kind of almost break it down and simplify it. So if you're feeling really lonely on a Friday night and you feel like everybody else has gone out, you're stuck indoors and, you know, for whatever reason, you're just feeling a bit down and you get this huge urge to kind of eat this massive bag of crisps, um, chocolate, and you just feel like you won't be able to stop yourself. If you know this is coming on, try and take a moment to pause, maybe try and reflect on exactly why you're feeling like that. And then try and find a different route to satisfy that emotion rather than just paper over the cracks. So it could be that you just pick up your phone and literally call someone. I know that sounds really simplified if you feel like nobody is there to call. 
but there's usually you know a family member or friend or somebody who you are so easily able to contact and who really wants to chat or if you're bored it could be that you find something really fun to do you know switch off the tv and i don't know play a game or find some fun in doing something different if it's not satisfying you when you're scrolling through netflix and you can't find anything to do then switch up and do something different it's usually your body's way when it comes to emotional eating is telling you like you've got this really strong emotion and you want to deal with it Um, So usually it helps to just tackle that head on rather than not addressing it and then feeling the urge to soothe that emotion, which is still going to be there after eating. So I really hope those help. I think it's important as well to say, please don't worry if you go into an episode of emotional overeating like I'm always available if you want to message me in my on my Instagram account. I will again drop a link in my show notes but it is completely normal and it is so much more common than you probably realise. So challenge your inner self-talk if it's negative. So if you feel like you're always thinking or telling yourself things like, I can't believe I overate again or I'll never be able to stop, um, then just take a moment to try and change the way that you're talking to yourself because it's not going to help you whatsoever. If you can change that to, this is an opportunity for me to understand why I overate, Um, and you know jot down like I said what emotions have been really coming up strong for me just before and how can I change it next time because you know it might seem like a very small way of dealing with it in the moment when the urge is so strong but I promise you over time you're just going to keep re um, re retwigging how you're thinking and how your mindset is around it that it will really help start to pave a bit of a plan of action for you which week on week will get easier Um, you know, it's not going to be something that you can just stop dead in its tracks necessarily. But I really think that if you can implement these um, couple of points, and they've certainly helped me as well. But if you can implement these over the next three, four weeks, I think they'll really help you massively to enjoy the festive season a lot more, not feel fear around food, don't get stressed around food as well, because it's such an integral part of the celebrations. Um, Hopefully you can really enjoy them. And I hope this episode helped. Thank you so much for listening if you've got a spare second to just rate and review this podcast i would really appreciate it also if there's any topics that you really want some help on around your health fitness and nutrition goals then just drop me a message or send me an email to amy at nourishandmove.co.uk.